Welcome to the DTC Podcast. To, uh, in a way, do your own thing if you choose to. Welcome to the DTC Podcast. I'm Daniel Finley, here with Dr. Tom Brown. We're going to talk about what it takes to become a PE. Hello, Daniel. I'm looking forward to it. I am as well. Let's start with the basics. What are the requirements for getting a PE? Well, the uh, NCES calls it uh, the uh, three E's of licensure. Uh, first is uh, education, which uh, most people already have an ME degree. Uh, there are some exceptions with uh, uh, some science degrees and things like that, but primarily we're looking at an engineering, mechanical engineering degree. Then we're talking about exam, but that's really two, it should be plural, two exams, uh, an FE and a PE. We'll talk about that shortly. And then experience, which again goes with the type of degree that you have, four-year ABIT degree is a four-year typically in every state. But some states have different different uh, other, other combinations that you can check with. Great. And maybe taking a step back from the PE, talking about that first exam, you talked about exams. Can you talk a little bit about the, the FE exam and what's your advice for the FE? You know, the FE is an exam that uh, at many schools, uh, they're allowed to... Uh, take the uh, FE once they have senior status and uh, their uh, universities have courses uh, that people can offer and uh, you can take it however many times that you, that you need to for that. So that's the first exam. You, you certainly, uh, if you forget to or don't pass it uh, then, uh, you can of course take it right after you graduate and uh, I uh, encourage people to do that. Don't, don't pass go, don't collect $200. Get that FE while you, while you can still remember the things that you just learned. And so if they miss that window, though, what do you recommend? If they made it through, they, they got to graduation and they say, oh, no, I was busy passing my classes and forgot about the FE exam. Uh, you, you need to go back and try to remember it. It's, it's easy to get lo- locked into or focused on your job, getting, you know, getting a new place, being out on your own, that sort of thing. Uh, and the FE can get lost in that, but uh, you really don't want to have that happen. You don't want to try to have to pass the the FE, which is really your your freshman and soft freshman math and physics and things like that. You don't want to let those go too long with, with that. So obviously, that's a key part of the process in these exam category. Why doesn't DTC offer an FE review course? Well, m- most universities have courses, have programs like this. Uh, we're we're focused on on the uh, uh, PE exam. We believe we have unique courses that uh, address that, and so uh, we're 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 focused on that rather than trying to duplicate what might be at uh, many universities. Great, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a term out there. I'm gonna trust you to define it. So decoupling is something that has happened, and that has changed how people approach when they take the PE exam. So what's your advice on when someone should ideally look to take the PE exam? Well, this decoupling is really a, a, a really nice uh, nice addition. Uh, the NCS has what they call a model model law that uh, they try to put it out there and, and want all the uh, states to adopt. But again, uh, states have, because they're uh, these are legal requirements, don't necessarily do it all. But the decoupling is really a nice thing. What they've done is if you uh, pass the FE and graduate, then you're eligible to take, like if you graduate on Saturday, uh, you could take the PE on Monday, because especially with the new format and all. So they've taken away this, this interim thing that you used to have to wait four years or more if you have some other degree. And uh, 
uh, fill out all the forms and you know pay hundreds of dollars and have the board, a state board, and go through all this and then take the exam and flunk it. So, so they said, okay, don't come to us, like in this North Carolina, don't come to us first, go to the NCES and sign up for the PE after you've done the FE. Take the F, uh, PE, pass it, then we'll talk about the forms and your experience and your job, et cetera, those kind of things. So it's, it really is a good thing. I don't know that all states have adopted it, but it is one of the ones that uh, many states have. And, and under the regime that I took the, my PE exam, it was offered twice a year, once in the spring, once in the fall. Everybody went to one central location, a big room. To me, very stress-inducing because you know everybody's under the same pressure and everybody's going to get the results at the same time. What, is, what does that look like today, though? Can I just take it once in the spring and once in the fall? Uh, now what you do is, uh, since it's now computer-based, computer based, you can take it virtually any time. Now the NCAAS has uh, separated the year into four three-month windows, January to March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, and you can take it only once in one of those four categories, but you can take it three times in that 12-month period. And anytime you want to do it. Yes, the old days of of, of Hall- <laughs> taking the exam on Halloween, the last October, uh, and then the next one was typically either uh, the second or third uh, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday and Friday or Saturday in April. So there really wasn't even. It wasn't like half the year and half the year. It was sort of narrow between October. And, and that was it. Everybody in the country took the exact same same things uh, from California to New York. Everybody was taking the same same exam. So you really have an opportunity now to take it any time that you want to schedule it. And um, the NCS has all the guidelines for signing up and if something happens and what you can take and all. Plenty of things for you to, to look in that. I would recommend anybody wants to take it is to, is to go to that website, ncwes.org and see those things. And so with, with decoupling, you need to get both the exam and you need the experience. So you're not, in most states, you're not going to be able to get your license until four years has passed and you've passed the exam. You probably also don't need to do what you showed as an, shared as an extreme example of you graduate on Saturday and then you need to go take the PE exam on Monday. Where's the sweet spot between four years where you could conceivably get your license and then you know two days after graduation? Well, what you would do really is uh, go in and pass the the PE, and then you would have to wait four years before you started submitting all the paperwork. Yeah, yeah because you you've got to work under uh, working for it's not working four years; it's working four years under a PE. Right. And somebody in the company is a PE. I mean, your company can't be functioning if, if it's not. But sometimes people have their immediate supervisors a PE, which makes it easier. Or they had a friend that's a PE, that sort of thing. So. But the thing is, the hardest part of the process is the exams, both the FE, which you need to get as soon as you can, just get that off the table, and then work on the PE uh, as soon as you can and make that a priority as well. And again, you want to work on your job and you try to make sure that you you know solidify that they've hired the right person, that sort of thing. But um, the PE, you just don't want to you don't want to leave it unless you have to. You do okay. We can do that. We can deal with that too. And so, you know, you're year two, year one, year two, maybe year three after graduation, you you sit for that PE exam in an ideal world and you pass. But what if 
you know, life got in the way. Your job got in the way. You never made it to the review class. You never took the exam. You're on your 5, 10, 15, 20, maybe plus. What what if you kind of feel like you've missed that window? What what would you recommend somebody do? Come to us. Okay. <laughs> That's an easy answer. <laughs> yes. we, can, we, can, we can handle that because okay. uh, that's really the course is really about that. Uh, it, when we designed the courses, was for someone who'd been out. We're going to start back at ground zero. We're not going to assume you, you remember anything of thermo or whatever. We're going to go back through it and you're going to go, oh, yeah, those E's, enthalpy and entropy. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, we're going to lead you through those steps as if you – if it's been 15 years, even if it may have only been one, you're still going to get that that sort of start from ground zero. Because again, the exam, you don't have to make 100. So we're trying to get you to the the 90% of the chances of getting this particular kind of a problem on the exam. Okay, So that's what it is. We're going to start back at uh, ground zero with you. Okay, We're going to be there with every step of the way. I think there's a commercial that says that, but... And it is nice to me revisiting that content. It's amazing if you've had a semester-long course and maybe everything didn't click. But for me, a lot of those topics, when I was looking at it in the review course format, it really clicked. And I was like, oh, this is what that professor was trying to get through my thick skull, uh, you know, several years ago. And now it's finally hitting. And so, I, you know, to me, it was a, a nice refresher on these things just generally. And it's amazing how quickly it comes back to you. If you've seen it before, it's somewhere in there. Uh, we're going to try and help pull it out for you. Yeah, we have lots of problems. There are pro examples in the lessons, extra problems, problems, challenge problems, just just problems, problems, problems uh, for you to work. And you'll see patterns. You might not see the pattern at first, mm -hmm. but there's a pattern. Believe me, okay? There's a pattern. And uh, we're going to lead you and help you each week because, you, again, you can't do it the whole time. You can't, like the elephant, you can't eat that, you know, all one time. You've got to do it in pieces. And that's what our courses are about, to help that kind of a person. We're, we're, we're really fo focused on that sort of unique kind of course uh, that's out there. That's not out, not out there by anybody else that we know of. And so you've convinced me if this fits for a recent grad, it fits for somebody mid-career, fits somebody late-career, maybe somebody who's retired and wants to go back and, and accomplish this goal. What's the biggest challenge in the, the ME exam? Uh, the biggest challenge uh, now that it's gone to CBT, the, the other one where you, where you mentioned uh, we, it was a live exam two times, you could carry things in, uh, books, uh, anything that you want to. Uh, the guy was next to me. He was a civil engineer. He had a steamer trunk. <laughs> I don't think he ever got into it. But now um, the uh, uh, CBT exam, computer-based exam, all you have is you have a big screen and on one side is this 544-page this uh, reference manual, which you don't, not each exam has to do with all 500, but parts of that. And on the left is the exam. And so this is all you've got. You don't, you have a pad to write on. So you, there's, there's no, nothing you can take in. And uh, that's the biggest challenge is to be able to deal with that and be able to find what you're looking for. Keywords that you might think would get you there don't. Or you may put a keyword in and get 50, <laughs> 50 hits. Well, you don't have time to search all those. So what we do is spend a lot of time on getting you to go to those pages. We have special things in which we help you, guide you through the thing and say, okay, this is one in there. It's on page blankety blank. Well, this is not in there. And you have to either memorize this or whatever. So we work with you on that because that's all your resource that you have.
nothing else. That to me, that is a big challenge. I'm not sure I would like to have gone through that, to tell you the truth. It, it, it's tough, but it's accomplishable, and it's, you know, it is a very satisfying thing when we hear back from uh, all the people who pass and are, are thankful to have had the, the organization and the process uh, to, to follow through and to follow along. And, you know, thinking about some of the processes and some of the characteristics that people may have or need to develop as they go into the exam, what does it take to be successful on the, on the ME exam? Well, uh, th there's lots of things. The uh, first thing is to be committed. You need to be committed, 100% committed to this, to spending the time that's required. And um, we hear from most participants, they spent 20, roughly 20 hours, not much less, and many people spent 30, but somewhere around 20 hours a week. Now, that's a big commitment. That's really another half-time job. And you just can't get around that. Now, you might, if you were, you know, again, in the decoupling and you were only out for two years, you might be able to do a review in a shorter period of time. But if you've been out longer than two or three years, those things, all they all disappear. If you don't use them, you lose them, as they say. You literally, you literally do. So one of it is, uh, is, a, uh, is a commitment. Next is to be organized. And, well, you might not be able to be organized because, well, what do I do? But we organize it for you. We organize the course, the way it's, uh, it works, the course, uh, course topics that we have. We have them in the order in which you need to have them, all of that. So following that and learning that structure is a very big, big part of it as well. Um, and you need a strategy, especially uh, taking the exam. Uh, we uh, look at uh, you taking multiple passes. You, want, you don't want to leave, you don't want to get stuck you know, on the, on the uh, 20th problem of 30 and never get to look at the last 10. I can't tell you how many we get some people, well, I, I failed because I got stuck on this one thing and I didn't get to the last 10. And, you know, we go, oh, no, 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 you're, you're not going to get, this is a, a, a thing for failure is to get stuck, okay? So we're going to help you with that strategy uh, uh, from the big time. And the other is, is to... Uh, as you get into the exam and you, you sit, you're sitting down and everything is to have a calm, calm spirit, clear mind, whatever, knowing that you, you're ready. You're ready for these problems. You're going to work these problems. The ones you don't know how to work, you're going to let them go. You just let them go. Don't, don't worry about them, okay? This, is, this exam is not about what you don't know. It's what you do know. And we're going to teach you a lot of do. We're going to teach you enough to pass this exam. So that to me is is really one probably one of the the most is for you to just be calm, not you know jittery and all that. Some people will tell us that in emails. Gosh, I got all worked up and whatever. Sometimes it's because of what may have happened on the way to the exam site. So so one of the things, of course, is to find the exam site you're going to go to and make sure of traffic and whatever those kind of things. But but mainly um, it is it is just your attitude during the exam. Uh, that you are clear and, um, and, and have confidence that you've done the best job you can and we'll help you do that. Yeah, I think that's great. One, one of the things to build on is I think having a memory of a goldfish is great. You know, if you're, if you're on question 17 and you're thinking about question two that you couldn't figure out, that's a problem. You need to figure out how you can just approach one problem at a time and, and try to remove that stress from the other ones. And building also, I think the, the process you described and the DTC method takes you into that exam with low stress and high confidence. And that's a great recipe. If you go into an exam and you're highly stressed and you're not confident, it's really tough to be 
successful in that environment. And a lot of it is things that are outside the exam. So you don't want to start your morning off running late and being stressed that you're going to make it there on time or even find the place. So yeah, yeah. I agree. You know, no, if it's not a location that's in your hometown, go there before before the day of, make sure you know exactly where it is, have an idea of the traffic. If you need to stay in a hotel that's nearby, do that. That's yeah. well worth the investment of staying one night in a hotel. Um, another couple of things I've, I've heard from, from uh, examinees talk about is they make a mistake during lunch to go out to lunch. You have a very short lunch break. So I, I recommend bring your lunch. So you're sitting in your car and you're not stressed again about, are they going to get my food on time? All this stuff, bring, bring you a sandwich or whatever you mm -hmm. want during lunch. Stay in the, stay in the parking lot, stay on the campus. Uh, another thing that, that I think about having, having heard from people is checking their cell phone during the break. And then they, bring all that stress from their oh. job or personal life. So I tell people oh. that day you need to be off your cell phone. It stays in your glove box all day, even during the break. Don't check it. If no, it's tempting, but there's going to be some drama or some stress that's going to be introduced then. Don't do it. Make sure the people who need to get in touch with you know the phone number for the testing center in case there is an emergency. Right. But right. otherwise, your phone needs to be off. Don't worry about it. That day is for you to focus on passing the exam. Uh, this This discussion was great. I think there's a lot of a lot of great ideas here that, that people can use to pass and be successful on the exam. And thanks for talking about what it takes to become a professional engineer. Well, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Dr. Tom. You're welcome. Dr. Tom's Classroom, your best chance to pass the P.E.